0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pure Cringe, the podcast by and for Bravo lovers and book fans as well. We are here again to talk about our favorite thing, anything having to do with Bravo. But today we are right back into New Jersey, our Feels Like the First Time rewatch series. Michelle, can you believe that we are already on episode seven?
1: I, Maria, I can't believe it. And I love this episode. I. it's the yes. last supper episode seven right yeah. Which is basically- i was
0: hoping it was going to be like a pop-up video from vh1 where they'd like be little things where it was just like seven stitches were incurred in this video <laughs> the little things in the corner yeah <laughs> i used to love that shit i was so hoping i've never watched a lost footage one i always thought they were bullshit and i'm so mad at myself because this was really good yes I thought this was really juicy like and I I I loved the fact that we got to sort of see it you know NFL Sunday ticket style yeah. you know f- four simultaneous screens going on I mean it was it was so good it was
1: it was so good and I um yeah and it was not it was a little bit redundant I think sort of like the first half but um it I think they kind of had to do that to just
0: tie in the ape shit that they were going to show you with the big breakdowns yeah I think you're right I think that. Like, I mean, in reality that, you know, if we had to really scoop out everything that wasn't redundant, there would only probably be about 25 minutes of content.
1: And it would but all I be think Danielle. It, yeah, yeah and I, exactly.
0: <laughs> the Danielle and I, show. And I, and I think that it it would, it really needs that context around it. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So it's like an expanded edition. It's like Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, but not as interesting. Um It does open with that driving scene, which is yep. similar. Yeah. It does answer the question I think that you and I both had last time, which was, is this a real scene of them all driving to the Last Supper? Which it isn't, because of course now we can see because it's a little bit expanded that their clothes are different. Yes. Um which <laughs> I, did I was just to like, haha, that. I'm onto you now, <laughs> Teresa. You're wearing a blue top in this. Like I thought I was fucking Colombo. Um, it cracks me up that you know, Danielle really talks about. How she wanted in all of her confessionals, I feel like the the thread is like no accountability, of course. Mm-hmm. And just really reiterating how she just wanted, wants to be able to say her piece, like have her say. I feel like that's like the theme of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she really sets it as like the the a precedent for it in the beginning. In her confessional, she says she wants to show them that what she did 25 years ago doesn't matter, and she wants to do it publicly and I still can't believe that she is not at any point going to be like so you know I you know I really fucked up like she really only says it when she's pressed um, and
1: and also to say if I say that what I did 25 years ago doesn't matter this, it's actually categorically untrue because it is maybe there are many parts that have changed but there are many parts that are that's the makeup of your decision making and who you are and your personality and you know, that's maybe right? it's not a huge right. Maybe it's not a huge factor,
0: right? But it's indicative of
1: who but you. But it are. is a factor.
0: It's, some, it's a seed, right? Yeah, it's something there. <laughs> yeah, to your point, like it's it's probably not ninety nine percent of the decision making that I'll make about you, mm-hmm. but it's in there. It becomes yeah. a it becomes a factor in in the way that I think and yeah. And I think you know I, I feel like this whole time too we have Jacqueline's confessionals where she's kind of like I really was just hoping that Danielle like she basically says you know her biggest fear is danielle walking into the lion's den and she worries that there'll be words between danielle and dina uh you know obviously not to mention furniture but Danielle loves it
1: yeah i I mean mean, i think
0: she happens to really crave oh yes i mean her her on this show i want to say even more than anybody else and i think you and i we have the context of reading her her book behind us too which is We understand how really needy she is and how she craves, like, I think connection of any kind.
1: Yes. And I, I think to speak to that, and I don't really know what her big beef was with Dina prior to this whole thing, but what I think is, is I think she, I think Dina saw that Danielle like had a hard on for her in a good way. She really wanted to be in Dina's circle dina was kind of grossed out by it dina's like i want nothing to do with it because she does say that at the end but i think she just makes dina nervous because i think and dina just shuts down right she's like a shutdown kind of person doesn't want to be associated with that because yeah. i would treat danielle the same way if someone like that like came in my circle i'd be like what the I... okay there's no where i can go but i'm just gonna, not going to talk to you i'm just gonna yeah you can hug yeah. me you can hug me but I'm just gonna go stiff and you can you can hug me <laughs> well you're gonna hug I'm me so I'm gonna Caroline right
0: back on this one I'm gonna don't make me get Caroline on your way. but
1: you see that's why I have yeah. Caroline
0: as my sister <laughs> right right your sister because she true. does
1: that thing that stuff for me <laughs>
0: that's true see I don't I have to be my own Caroline that's gonna uh-huh. be the title of my autobiography I think now I'm changing it be your own Caroline
1: but so so Danielle shows up like she misses the fucking cocktails, but she comes in for dinner. And is that is she is that on purpose?
0: Just- oh, I mean, I have to say it's stupid because I looked up this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Lunello's. It mm-hmm. looks awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't miss Michelle. You know me. I don't miss a meal anyway, but I wouldn't miss five seconds of this party at this place. No, I would not have missed the appetizers and the drinks before like mm-hmm. This looked like a really good party. Like the yeah. food, the menu looks really awesome. Um, it's in a place that I feel I've probably driven through, uh, Cedar Grove, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it reminds me, honestly, like like I said, I, I wouldn't have missed it because to me, it reminds me of every holiday I ever had as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like all the family coming in, everybody greeting everybody. Yep. People are like eating, everybody's dressed up. I mean, this episode is so great because it gives us so so much color from people that we didn't hear from the first time. Yes. Like and Lauren. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like all of, a, all of
0: a sudden, Joyce DeWitt is like, hello.
1: And well, so and I think they, sorry to cut you off, but I okay. think they all had expectations to have a good time, although they were yes. thinking the shoe was going to drop. But to speak to what you said- the expectation was you, someone's treating you to this really nice dinner, right? So yeah, I mean, if, it's, if you're going to be good and you're
0: going to enjoy it, right? Right. You put on your best outfit. Like yeah. it was so cute. Like I really loved um, the shots of like, you know, what I thought was so cute was Chris and Lexi when they're sitting mm-hmm. at the bar and all of a sudden he looks in and he goes, you want to start a bar fight? <laughs> and it was so cute. <laughs> um, You know, this I just thought it was adorable. And, you know. The premise for all of this is you see all of this is right before Danielle gets there is they all start, you know, everybody has like a a couple of words about like, I hope this doesn't go bad, Mm -hmm. right? So Caroline's is like, you know, there's so many personalities and, you know, so much needs to be said. I don't know what's going to go down. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, crap, right? Um, And then we see Ashley's confessional and who gives a fuck? I hate Ashley. I know, really. (laughs) And then, (laughs) right, exactly. Danielle's, yep, nothing burger with cheese. Uh, Danielle says that she's nervous <laughs> that uh, Jackie uh, Jacqueline is worried <laughs> she is she's a nothing burger with cheese that kid yeah pickles on the side surprised um, you even gave her cheese really I did I just throw an
1: onion on that and- I was oh, doing no. that
0: just to be nice so we don't get like a review that says we're mean yeah like you know <laughs> <laughs> I just I guess the reason why I gave the cheese I feel bad because ja- I, I actually really love Jacqueline You know, I think that Jacqueline is such a nice person. She's so worried about how everyone's going to react to Danielle, but she doesn't kind of know how to handle that. She's been fucking spineless with the whole thing.
1: And, and I also think that I, but she's so nice that she's a target for Danielle, right? Danielle sees her as an in to this group. And I think she, she takes advantage of Jacqueline. I, you know, you think it's really that calculated? Yeah, I think, I think Jacqueline's just a really nice person. And I think Danielle just like latches on and, and, Yeah, she probably thought that the only way she's going to survive in this group, even though Daniela understands the assignment, she still can't she can't throw a bomb into the whole thing. Right. So she has to um, she has to be able to be nice somehow and fit. So I think Jacqueline is her.
0: Yeah. And maybe because Jacqueline is so um, herself doesn't have like a massive support. Mm hmm maybe it, her
1: husband's really sweet to her. I oh, I
0: lo- do not love love Chris. I love him. Yeah. Don't don't wanna don't wanna fight over him too, but love Chris. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I I feel like what's interesting for me is when down Danielle gets there, her first priority is to get her kids seated.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: as she was doing that, I thought to myself, "What the fuck did she bring her kids? If she knew, like, if she knew if she's if gonna she going dropped this,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So." Would you bring your kids to something like that, where you where you were going to confront someone? No, no, I would not. Would you do that? So I thought that was weird, though, that she would want to get her kids seated first, and then I thought, why the fuck are the kids even there? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Do you do that? Do Do you do that to when you're like, if you're going to lunch to confront me about something you think that I've done? Do you bring your kids, or is this just a like a wanting to get them on camera thing, regardless? or support well, we found learner.
1: out later on that um according to danielle my kids have no choice other than to hear this she does yes. say that towards the end so that's how she thinks apparently okay. no one else in this whole group thinks that you, you should subject your kids to that yeah you know teresa's down at the one end of the table talking about blowjobs and then the kids are way over there and presumably not hearing i guess i don't yeah know. i don't, I don't, <laughs> Some, I, don't I, I don't
0: i don't know if i buy that i don't know if i buy And it's so as soon as Danielle gets there, Caroline tells us that they're all on edge. And of course, we have the color from last time knowing that Caroline had had a couple of drinks. Yes. And that they'd all been, you know, sort of waiting around for a while, Mm -hmm. um, sort of seeing what was going to happen. And then, you know, when Teresa says that when she asked Danielle about like no kisses, when she sat down, Mm -hmm. she was actually being sincere. Yes. But you know danielle took it sarcastically which i recognized too And she was like well we always kiss totally in my family that would have been a thing like if i just walked into a family event with like my entire family and just sat my ass down
1: it would have been a everyone would have been like room, right
0: yeah everyone would have been like hello yeah
1: <laughs> like let me just come over here i'll take that stick out of your ass right now yeah but like said everybody yeah. somebody would
0: have ad- would definitely have addressed yeah that, no I'm you sure. can't do that you can't do that stuff yeah and so it was so stupid you know she you know dina says it was tense so she tries to break the ice she's such a she's so she's another one is nothing nothing burger in terms of personality just how about them yankees um, <laughs> no really just real like this is the like she's literally been sitting there for like an hour this is the best that she can do um and she start teresa starts making the jokes jokes about the oysters this is when mm-hmm. all of the you know that's when all of the blowjob stuff comes up and it's 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 weird because she says in the confessional that it was awkward with Danielle at the table because they hadn't seen each other since the dance night. I didn't realize that.
1: Yes, but she extended that olive branch to Danielle. So one would think that Danielle would
0: be all over Teresa's shit. And I, you, I would think that she would have gone over and kissed her to say hello. Yes, I'm I'm surprised that she didn't um and i want and to she, know
1: like was that seating planned because you know is juicy joe's like the only one who could tolerate her or no it wasn't juicy joe she sat next to um she was in albie. between
0: joe and albie yeah
1: in between joe and albie so was that was that on purpose you know were they the only one she who got could deal there with her?
0: i think before she got there albie was sitting next to joe and then he just moved over more. and then he moved over right i don't know why i don't know why that happened i think joe likes being next to danielle but Doesn't want to say it. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's getting bored with Teresa. Um, Teresa says that Danielle was being a little cold. And that's when she tries to loosen everybody up with this Mm -hmm. crap about the sex story. And you know, it's interesting to me because you know, I think I said this last time too. Teresa's sex talk at the table to me is more graphic and takes up more screen time, quote unquote. Yes, yeah. And anything Danielle has said over the entire series combined.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, um, I, I was, yeah, I just, I was questioning the whole thing. I was like,
0: does she think she's really funny? Is this what happens when she's really nervous? Is I was know. just going to say, I'm like, it, it's part of me thought like, oh, this is like her nervous, her nervous behavior. Mm-hmm. This is, this is how she behaves when she's nervous. Um, and then that's when Danielle starts to get like turned off, I think, to everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so Danielle confesses and she says, you know, she didn't find it to be funny. And so she wanted to be focused on what she came there to do. Um, and she said she wasn't welcome there. Um, tell me what you think about this. Honestly, when I was thinking about even being extended the invitation, going, bringing your kids, it did take a certain a certain amount of guts, right? A certain amount of, of chutzpah to, to do it. Like, I don't know that I would have gone into a place where I perceived that ev- almost everyone there either didn't like me and or was talking about me around town i don't know i don't know if i would have gone well she certainly
1: could have gone and not like addressed the book and if she had just showed up and had like a nice time i think everybody would have been
0: fine with her well that's the thing too it's like i i she had a specific agenda to address the book and address the rumors and i don't know that she recognized that this was a nice family dinner like I,
1: I, I don't although they seem to be relatively forgiving of her we find out at the end at least the guys thought she was okay to do that you know
0: oh yeah i mean i don't think she didn't do anything as well as, like this really allows us to unpack the fact that like she she didn't wasn't violent at all no but she brought the book
1: which like you know she thought that it was okay to like fuck up a family dinner and talk about this at least she waited until the cannoli came out right so
0: she didn't ruin so, the
1: entire dinner
0: yeah that's true that's true i know god the cannoli looked really good i know <laughs> yeah because and that is when you know danielle has guts i feel like if not brains so Teresa at dinner is talking about like joe's near rape of her post-surgery mm-hmm. which honestly gets more cringy every fucking time i hear that um now there's like a sandwich involved to shut him up and- oh yeah a right. sandwich there's a, a sandwich. not just a sandwich michelle it's a sandwich thank you uh and so then Jacqueline in her confessional says that she asked Danielle specifically not to start anything mm-hmm. which is the key is the key to let us know going to be starting something but but Michael
1: that Jackson. is Jacqueline's always asking her to
0: behave right that is their relationship isn't yeah. it
1: mm-hmm.
0: um is that you know I, I feel like there, there's a, a certain amount of uh behave uh, happening see
1: if constantly. I were like Jacqueline maybe I wouldn't have shown up like if I if I had a friend who I knew oh. was just going to act up all the time. I might've been the one to call out sick for that event.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. If you knew like already, like if you knew that somebody was going to come and like blow up. Yeah. So I, I, this is where the book comes out. And so I wanted to share something that I found out with you about mm-hmm. the, re- the release of the book. Mm-hmm. And it's not often that in my life, I would want to quote time magazine. Oh, okay. Time magazine. Oh, yeah. And so uh, this is from August 4th, 2022. And it's, um, It's called, the article is called The Story Behind Teresa Judice's Game-Changing Table Flip on Real Housewives. And so it talks for the first couple of paragraphs about how Teresa really uh, made Housewives history by sort of losing her temper. And then it talks about Carlos King, who uh, is a a fellow podcaster, and he was on set when it happened. Um, He was a producer on the Real Housewives of New Jersey and Atlanta And um, so it says, and I quote, "More more than a decade later, he says he knew in that moment that the scene would make a lasting impact. And then it says, King, an associate producer on the show, has a unique perspective on the incident. He had been underneath the table in question earlier the same night. I wish you guys could see Michelle's fucking face right now. Holding on to the book for Staub because she was wearing a dress too tight to conceal it. King handed the book to her Wait, to I'm set sorry. the events in motion. I,
1: so all night he sat under that fucking table, yes, like yes. a child, like a two-year-old with yes. the book. Is this guy and big or small? He's a dude. He's an adult-sized man. And so were they
0: all instructed, like, no, don't kick him. I don't know. And then it says, King handed the book to her and set the events in motion. A prime-time example of the behind-the-scenes orchestration. That goes into reality tv moments that are meant to play out as spontaneous and organic Or, can, according to king what the finished episode didn't show was that after the book was placed on the table and after he crawled out from underneath it the other women refused to talk about it for 20 minutes I until so- staub annoyed with the vo- avoidance forced the subject and incited the table flip heard around the world king yes. describes the moment as so cinematic <laughs> that it felt like something out of a Scorsese film end quote
1: 20
0: 20 minutes I had to share that with you because when I found it I was like oh shit that is because I I remember saying to you that doesn't fit in her purse I don't know where this book is coming from
1: right is it like did she she pull it like a Michael Jackson cartoon out of her hair or um yes I did wonder about that like did they have her seat reserved with it did
0: she sit on it like I used to. I I thought before this I was going to ask you if you thought maybe it was like an Oprah thing and it was like taped to the underside of her chair. Yeah. And maybe like I, I but I couldn't think of how else well she would have gotten it. But now we know. Oh,
1: it's amazing. And so, and with the passage of time too, because they they did they did do sort of like these edits that made you realize there was time passing. Yes. Before it was acknowledged, but I I had no idea how much time it could have been. Two minutes. It, you know. I th-
0: yeah I thought it was maybe two or three minutes I cannot believe no wonder she got so snarky yeah I couldn't minutes. understand I thought Jesus she's coming off really bitchy and now I think to myself if I had to wait 20 minutes for someone to acknowledge something me or something anything I think I would lose my temper too yeah so yeah I couldn't believe it was 20 minutes because finally
1: I- she just starts tapping
0: the book right With yeah that smile on her face <laughs> like honestly i now that i think about it i can't believe she didn't just pick it up and throw it at dina or like hit her on the head because i mean she has so much venom towards dina but i i I get ahead of myself but isn't that interesting i thought the idea that he would be under the table um because that is that's the 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 table flip heard around the world
1: but now Um, i do have a question so how much of this was that danielle really wanted to air this out or how much of it was that they said to her like this this would really be a good direction for you to go in
0: i'll put it this way i bet you she 100% wanted to clear it up yeah but i bet you that this was the location the time and the place was encouraged by production yeah like i'll put it this way if this let's just say that this dinner doesn't take place i'm sure she confronts them
1: yeah but she might have to confront them all individually
0: right i don't know but- how else is she going to get everybody in in one spot
1: but i just, I don't just- go back to this for a second so yeah. you know if we've all done some really interesting questionable shady things in our lives sure. i know you and i have i certainly have yeah, sure and i'm not ashamed i'm not gonna talk about them but i'm not ashamed but sure. um you know it, if somebody like confronts you about these things or, or wonders about them i mean what's do you just confess up and say this is what i did and here's what the background was and it is who I am. I mean, you know. Sorry, you found out this way. I didn't think it was. I didn't think you'd care. I didn't think it was appropriate yeah. to tell people. I didn't. Think but we how were do you are up to it in a in a way that you know? But but see, I've never been like that big of an asshole where somebody would want to like find out all this stuff about me. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you know what it was too is because Danielle came on too strong too, and that's what turned off the Manzos and started yeah. th- them thinking that they should find out who she is.
1: Yeah. And they are like their own um corporation.
0: Oh yeah, they're their own crazy pants corporation yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean and what's interesting is we do hear a little bit more about um like the culture at home with like Caroline and Al because we have um Alby saying that this whole situation definitely wouldn't have happened yeah. if his father had been there.
1: Thought that was he interesting. Says, yeah.
0: yeah, he says his father has no tolerance uh for bullshit whatsoever. Um, if if his father was there they would just left and have not intend, uh, entertained any of it do we ever meet him at all we do but we
1: meet him like at home like sitting at the table making fun of ashley
0: yeah like yeah. we don't see him a lot like he's working a lot like he yeah. runs the brownstone so i legitimately you know believe that he has stuff to do yeah and it's interesting because then caroline says and this is i think this stuff is reason why I really am loving this um ex- sort of expanded edition. She says that she and Al were texting, yeah, like the whole night, and she's she wondering, told like, him, yeah, yeah, he, oh, she just said awful. to her, everything's going great, and you can see it happening, and then that's when Danielle just kind of loses her, her mm-hmm. cool, and starts and takes out the book,
1: and and also, in while this is all going on, I think Caroline probably is texting her husband saying she brought the fucking book the book showed up no one's talking about it and that gets yeah um, danielle
0: even more angry <laughs> yeah because she she won't look at her like that's what's so funny is nobody we have like the nfl sunday ticket for four person view of no one uh-huh looking at danielle or the book everyone's like so you look great what are you guys gonna do for christmas right like just having like little shit conversations mostly talking about the food that's on the table um But honestly, Teresa says that she starts to like giggle because she laughed. She got nervous when she saw the book, but then got mad because she had the audacity to bring it to her dinner party. Uh huh. And I feel I'm right there with Teresa. And I keep forgetting. This is the point where I have to say to myself, like, Teresa was on the periphery of the Manzos. She's not a member of the family. She just this is her housewarming party, basically, that she Mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. And I keep forgetting that, that like this is all happening at something that she's organized. Would you lose your shit? yeah of course i'd lose my
1: fucking shit you kidding oh my god yes it that's yeah
0: yeah so don't i won't bring any weird books okay noted noted
1: i mean unless we want to talk about weird books
0: you know we we could orchestrate that (laughs) in a special way we want to talk about weird books we should probably start a podcast yeah um so (laughs) teresa says it was disrespectful uh because the kids were present and so you know then that's when danielle goes into like her rant like she has like like multiple degrees of rant and in the beginning i think it's very incoherent and feels like it's just her saying the same thing which is going into it saying that she doesn't appreciate people talking about her Mm -hmm. um and then she deserves
1: to clear the air
0: she deserves she
1: deserves a lot
0: she does she is very deserving did you see dina's confessional where she says what you talk about willis (laughs) yeah what you talking about will (laughs) i was fucking dying i was like yeah i know why they took it out dina it's not funny i'm only laughing because we're making fun of you um (laughs) and then danielle does her whole fucking speech we go right back to the dinner and you know and i think for the rest of the the episode when we think about this it's like we're not going to go into i'm sure huge detail about what we've already seen in the episode we'll be focusing more on like the new stuff but there are some points in the speeches that are uh, Going to be interesting, I think, to look at. Danielle does her whole speech, which talks about her two truths, right? Like, I, I got arrested and I am the artist formerly known as Beverly Merrill.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Bev. She's a bit of Bev. And so then Jacqueline says she feels bad for Danielle um, and because nobody was interested in what she had to say. And I noticed that even when she was talking, nobody was looking at her.
1: And that's the rub, really, is that yeah. everybody is like wholeheartedly disinterested in her and she can't
0: handle that. Yeah, and it's it's weird. It's like she has. It's very stupid what happens now. And I think it's a, now that I know the context about those extra twenty minutes, I, I think I see Danielle's frustration and probably Teresa's too. I didn't realize that was going on. Like if you were the hostess mm-hmm. and there were those twenty minutes, those anxiety ridden Imagine you having to tell some stupid story about like Brian, like trying to have sex with you, like in order to. <laughs> Like command the attention of the table and get people's, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You yeah, know, because sometimes there's just an organic, like set up to a, uh, to the whole party, right. Like to the conversation. Yeah. It's really hard when you want to do a whopping topic change. Yeah. Right. And you, know, let's face it. That's, I mean, you just, you have to just put your nose in and get it in there, but yeah.
0: So, and it just sucks because she keeps like, again, I just don't think she's very well prepared either. Because she really keeps saying that she's focused on saying her piece, right? This is that part of the thing where she and Caroline argue about like, you know, and Dina tries to chime in and Caroline says, shut up. And that's when uh, Teresa wonders aloud if the kids should leave. Yeah. And so that's when Chris Manzo says, you know, they wanted to get the kids out because it was the responsible thing. I'm doing air quotes uh-huh. here right now. Um, can I tell you, I didn't realize, and I don't mean to make fun of Chris Manzo because I adore him. I didn't realize he was in the kids table. Did you see that so he did not make it to the grown-up table there were two tables oh that's right so he was sort of like yeah he was he was the um, the king of the the transition
1: wasn't he between the adults and the kids yeah
0: so i i (laughs) he i can feel it because i was chris manzo in my family for a long time Uh i was like the oldest kid at the adult table and there was no room at the like i had to wait for like my dad to die Uh oh no i had to wait for my parents to get divorced in order for me to uh, get to get a table at the at the adult's table (laughs) because there was just no room and so i was i was the chris manzo which it always sucks to be the oldest so it's him it's ashley it's lauren lexi and then uh jillian and christine they're all at the kids table Mm -hmm. and so chris takes uh lexi basically and oh also and Teresa's kids and they all leave and there's a babysitter
1: there too, right?
0: There is. And then Chris comes back in and um, Lexi has a confessional and she says it was very little cute little bitchy thing to say. She says they, the kids wanted to stay and watch them fight because it was funny uh huh, or they thought it would be funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then they argue at the table. You know, honestly, this is where Danielle to your point says that Teresa wasn't concerned about the kids before. Right. Um, and that Dina says that Danielle didn't even consider her own children and it stood out to Dina what like basically what Danielle exposed her kids to. What do you think about that Well she even does she also there.
1: says I think she prefaces it with, you know, if you're not thinking about other people's kids, I understand because they're not your kids, but right. you should be thinking about your kids first. Um I mean I personally I try to think about like all the kids, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the one who just does like the wacky stuff and somebody says well my kids were there you did that yeah so anyway i would so no i don't even think she has to excuse her for that i think i think danielle you know she should have sent the she should she should have sent the kids out they needed their own party with the party planner and some dancers and uh some favors their own buffet
0: shirley temples all around you guys everybody gets shirley temples i will be there i'll be the oldest kid at the kids table i'm fine with like
1: a big like I don't know, stuffed bear, like human stuffed bear or something that does circus tricks.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, it's hard, you know, to Dina's point. It's like, I, I, I I get that sometimes other people don't think about other people's kids, but I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Danielle leaving the kids there. I think there's a point, there's a part of me that goes, well, these kids have been hearing maybe at school or whatever bad stuff about their mom. Uh huh. Like, you know, is this a situation where, should they hear their mom be able to clear her name. But fundamentally, I think they shouldn't be there. And I hate to say it, but the kids say a few things that are like super cringy for me, like the girls, uh, first Christine says, the girls don't leave because they don't think anything that big will happen. Mm -hmm. And then you hear Jillian, the little one ask if they have to go. And Christine says no, and then she isn't leaving because she wants to watch this. And then Lauren, says that thank you know her blood was boiling and thank god her mother caroline was there and was calm yes did you notice i feel like caroline is like she talks like she's a hostage negotiator
1: like she's because she comes from a big family and i think she is well versed in this i think you know big families are there's a there's a lot that goes on there's a lot that goes on and it's i don't have a big family but i have seen many big families and there's always some fucking weirdness and somebody's got to like keep the peace and somebody else has to be able to like move the pieces around to tell the people this is how it's going to go. So she's the one who's she's the contractor here, right? She's, <laughs> she's the she she is, she is. Yeah, she is. She's, she's up the general contractor of His family. Yeah. yeah. So someone has to do that. And I think because otherwise it's just going to go completely
0: off the rails. Yeah, I think you're right. I think she is trying desperately to control it and to keep it from going off the rails. I that's why I was thinking it was like a hostage negotiator like you know somebody like somebody who comes up to prevent someone from jumping. Like I feel like she's trying really hard to like maintain control yes. of the situation. Unfortunately for Danielle, this is like the part of the evening where she's still kind of weird with her with her message like what she's trying to get across. Mm-hmm. And so she her weird little denial speech like does barely exists where she says like I made a mistake um but I don't and, say I don't understand why she just can't say like uh,
1: you know look I know you guys read the book and you know I have like a past um you know does anyone have like any specific questions is there anything I can clear up for you instead of just being you know just like I'm right I'm right I'm right and none of this is true there's two things that are true and that's it i mean how about she just kind of opens up the floor to like some questions and that's a way to shut people down if they're too fucking embarrassed they're going to just forgive you and move on and everything's going to be fine or they're going to really ask the questions and then you can have a a conversation but i i think she doesn't she doesn't like invite any kind of like um she doesn't respect people enough to want to question her past and you know that's it's it's out there you may as well just give people the opportunity it's not like it's it she makes an argument instead of an adult discussion
0: I think you're right. I think that would be the perfect way to disarm the whole situation would be yeah. to, to go in there and say, so these things happened. I'm happy to clear up, you know, whatever you guys want to talk about. Yeah. And I think that would have diffused it. And I, instead, I think she comes in too much on the offense. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's like a, it's like, it's like my fantasy football team. It is a poorly planned offense. Yeah. It, it is just because she doesn't really, and I say that because She obviously knew she was going to do this with the book. Yeah. And I don't think she really put together, I mean, at least from what I'm seeing, I don't see a well put together, a well thought out way to like, not only diffuse the situation about the book, but do what she really wants to do, which is continue her fucking friendship with these people. Yeah. That's what, that's why she wants to do this. If she didn't want to be friends with them, she would give them two fucking middle fingers and walk away. But she wants to still be in this group. So she doesn't present that way for me at all. It presents very much like, like she, she wants to like punish them for what's happened with her, like her three weeks of diarrhea and throwing up alone in her room, Michelle, someone will pay. Yeah. Like (laughs) someone's going to pay. Like when she starts, when she starts yelling about that, I'm like, oh, because you know, there's always that part where like someone is arguing and then they just lose. Yeah. And I just looked and I was like, oh, it's just, it's unfortunate because she has these many, to your point, opportunities to just be done with this and yes. move on to the dessert course.
1: And the other thing is that she's not seeing, and let's just read into this a little bit. We know Juicy Joe, you know, he's never got less than like $50,000 in cash in his fucking pockets. So there's some shady things happening there. We know this, right? I mean, yep. in retrospect, but even then someone who walks around with all that cash, you know, there's some... There's some interesting things happening, which would maybe lend themselves to uh, understanding a little bit of like shadiness, which is what her background is. Right. Um, and then you have um, Caroline Manzo, who's got like, you know, like the shepherd or the the, you know, the Belgian Malinois dog, yeah. attack dog who. Um, and she says, because what did she say? There are people who know them in the neighborhood. And we, we questioned that. Why does she have an attack dog? So so I'm just thinking now, okay, so, you know, there's some inferences being made. That's all I'm saying. So maybe Danielle could ingratiate herself to these people. And I think Caroline has given her opportunity after opportunity to fucking come clean. I don't think Danielle, I'm sorry, I don't think Caroline, I think Caroline could have liked Danielle. And I think she gave her many chances to say, hey, look what I found out about you. Let's come clean about it. I don't think it was like the gossip mill. I think she was like, this is what we got. Why don't you just tell us? And it's entirely possible
0: the relationship could have gone a different way, but it was like a litmus test. Absolutely. I think that, you know, honestly, I think a big part of this too is Caroline's desire to, maybe desire is not the word, but her MO is to control and protect yeah. Right. She's like the general contractor and also the chief of police yeah. within this family. Mm-hmm. And it is not to, you know, serve and protect, it's control
2: mm-hmm.
0: and protect. And I think that with Jacqueline, she just extended that sort of umbrella over her
2: mm-hmm.
0: and started to look. Cause under normal circumstances, your sister in law, who is one of a gazillion kids in your husband's family, one of them is not going to be like, what the fuck is Michelle doing? Right. And become obsessed or like, I think that because also this girl had this mythical fight that we still don't know about with dina mm-hmm. it pissed her off enough that i'm sure dina complained to her older sister mm-hmm. who already had a bee in her bonnet yeah. and then when she found out that her sister-in-law her baby brother's wife mm-hmm. who has such a big heart it's as big as her bubbies michelle yeah <laughs> right remember that's what karen said so she had to put on her special you know green and blue top and spring into action yes yep and i almost feel like that's what like that's part of the problem too if caroline had not been involved i mean i don't know that the book would have even come up dina would have just not liked her and just not liked danielle and also not liked her
1: yeah but this is this is caroline's mo but again i'm I'm not i'm not saying that caroline did this to like completely discard danielle i think that she Wanted an explanation, and she wanted to put the pieces together for herself. So, uh and I think Danielle just took it as you know. Now she's
0: like highly offended. We, well, yeah, I mean, apologies are in order. Yeah, in order, in order. No, I mean, I, I think this is where things start to get like really tenuous with the family and things get tense, which is when Jacqueline starts to say, you know, hey, I was uncomfortable. You know, for Dina to say she knew nothing about the the book is a lie. <clears throat> I and have that's some thoughts what...
1: on that though. I okay. have thoughts on that. I, I, at this point they're sisters and they're one and they're on the same team. And it's very obvious that, uh, you know, the general and the chief of police is, is speaking for the whole thing. It doesn't matter because they're one, they're one entity. And I've been in this situation before that you've just fused. You're like the same fucking person now. And it doesn't matter who did what. She's splitting hairs. Jacqueline's splitting hairs. She's not understanding the dynamic. Mm. Dina is Caroline. Caroline is Dina. And they're going to fucking conflate the story anyway to make it good for them. So it doesn't matter wow. because they're on the same team. They're not now, as we know, in retrospect. But back then, so it doesn't, it's it's, it's stupid hair splitting thing. And what Jacqueline's doing is she's just not letting it be put to rest, right? One of those two sisters came up with the book and said something. It doesn't matter who, because they are joined
0: at the hip. Do you, okay. do you agree? I mean So I don't have that same experience yeah. with sisters or with like with, you know. Um, I don't have that. So I didn't know. Well, so honestly water? Been, So here's the thing, like here's what I'm so I see this completely differently. So I'm I'm watching Caroline's We thick as thieves, which is so fucking unfortunate, Michelle. This particular way to describe him, them is Mm-hmm. it's just it's unfortunate, we'll say um and Jacqueline in in her confessional says that she's surprised that Caroline is taking the heat for everything, and I'm thinking to myself, like why is she taking the heat is you know it, is is Dina really involved, and that's when Caroline blows up, and you know honestly danielle who who remains pretty composed while Caroline is losing her shit, they are all talking about like who took the boat into uh, the book into the chateau. Originally, we thought it was Dina. And then that's when Caroline is like, look at me, like address me. Mm -hmm. So are you telling me that that is like a that is what you would experience because she's she's the big sister. So she's going to step in and say, like, even if she knew that Dina was far more involved, she's going to step up and like take the brunt of it because that is her natural role as like the big sister.
1: Yeah. And she wants to end it. And she knows that they are like on the same team. Wow. And um, they both felt the same way about it, anyway. So it to me, it's inconsequential. They're they're the same, you're probably
0: right. So but you're I think, right. You're, she is splitting hairs though, because Jacqueline does say it is not the whole truth.
1: It doesn't matter at this point, though. And and maybe this is a this is a problem that I have that I see everything like on like a massive hole, and everything's oh, yeah. like re- relational. But no, I, think I think Jacqueline's you're right. in her little bit of a bubble there. So um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Dina did find the book, and she got real fucking giddy. And, or maybe she felt like taking the credit for it, or, you know, do I think Tina found the book? I have a feeling, I have a feeling she maybe mentioned it and Caroline went out and got it.
0: Yeah. She heard
1: somewhere or, you know, so they were both conspiring. So I don't know. I've been in this situation with a sister before and it's, you know, you got to join forces at some point and put the shit to bed.
0: It's interesting because I, you know, I think you're right. When I look at it through that lens, it does make sense. Teresa says she wasn't surprised because she knew that Caroline brought the book around. Mm -hmm. Um, Then Albie hops in um, saying he thought his mom was awesome. She wasn't going to let someone try and intimidate his aunt, Dina. Mm -hmm. Because Dina gets nervous. They all talked about how she gets, they know she gets nervous. Well, she she does and she does some specific things, which I'm going to bring up to you soon. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's when Caroline, you're right, Michelle. When I look at this through your lens now, it makes so much more sense because then Caroline is saying, I will not allow you to speak to my sister like that. Yeah. And so she continues to get amped up and her face starts to get red. Like a flush kind of goes right over the top. And I don't know, again, if this is also that she's a little buzzed.
1: Too. Like it was she's, this...
0: She was drunk at like the, the cocktail hour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When, before, when she sat down, she was good and drunk. So, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this is because now she starts pointing her finger. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Jillian and again why are we talking to the kids about this michelle why 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 jillian has those children have no place <sighs> oh these poor kids jillian so she says she's starting to get scared for her mom because everyone was against her so much so that she wants to go help her like help me with this michelle like why is this kid why fucking why uh because the whole point of danielle having kids is to sort of like because no one had her own friends because no one else
1: likes her so she's forcing these lives upon her to to and She she gave birth to her friends yeah she gave birth to her friends and she's forcing them and then you know and again she's not she doesn't believe in them being like children she wants them to just be like these little mini adults there's there's you know yeah no she does she doesn't find the joy in like you know watching your children be children
0: yeah i mean it's just so weird to me and then i don't know where we we go to jacqueline who you know i don't think i mentioned this but is apparently wearing a gold doily that she just cut like the center out of yeah
1: i wondered about that right because I, I think my most... grandmother made one of those for like uh the circular like table yeah. thing in the center of the it's table. like a
0: ruth bader ginsburg stitch, but it but it's so strange to me it also could be a choir robe i i'm i don't understand because right, it's like this blue this sort of royal blue like, yeah. like shoulder piece thing if she were if she were in a choir i would not be surprised she could be the soloist
1: I think I saw her on Game of Thrones, actually. I think you are correct. She was the friends
0: with the eunuch. Yep, you're right. You're right with bears. You're right. Michelle knows all. Jacqueline says she's biting her tongue, trying not to get involved. And that Dina told her about the book and that she was there when Dina showed other people the book. And so then Christine says, and this is all when like Jacqueline starts, you know, in the background of the, the, the fight is sort of moving on. And this is when Jacqueline is sitting there with Chris's arm around her like, pointing up at dina who's standing and fluttering a little bit yeah and you know <laughs> holding on to her towel dress well excuse me my towel might fall off don't don't
1: but don't bend over your chucky will hang out right yeah so I don't, nobody just, wants to see your chucky
0: yeah, yeah um and then christine the poor i mean the 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 poor kid she says that when jacqueline stood up for her mom that it took a burden off her shoulders that's terrible i know i know i honestly i hated writing this shit down Michelle and that that Jacqueline really saved my mom. I'm I was trying to think to myself how I would have felt like watching my mom get like yelled at by a bunch of people, not just like a one on one situation where my mother was fighting with someone else. Mm-hmm. That would make me feel horrible even today right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
0: a group of people I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know how I would handle that. Um, And that's when Jacqueline in her confessional tells everybody that it was, you know, she lost control. That's when she starts screaming and yelling at, you know, at dina calling mm-hmm. dina a liar directly and then she says it was an embarrassing situation for her family and you know and that's when dina is in her wrinkled towel and she says i saved your ass i didn't even tell danielle that it was you who showed me the book you are lying
1: yeah. and danielle
0: looks fucking shocked yeah she can't believe it's happening and that's when dina in her confession she's like jacqueline was misinformed yeah <laughs> like apparently this is now it's become a memo it's an office memo and you've yep. been misinformed about the service level agreement uh for today <laughs> you fucking kidding me these people danielle says she, fucking i have been grossly misinformed uh today about the water problem of my daughters um so then you you know danielle of course instead of just being like cool jacqueline stood up for me she really internalizes it and she's like Danielle says she thinks that Jacqueline saw how much pain she was in. Like it's just, she has to dramatize it and like the pain of it all. Yeah, I I don't think that she was looking at your pain, um. But that's when Chris, who we both are in love with, or at least have little crushes on. I love Chris. Is like Jacqueline enough? Oh no, actually no. Excuse me, not Chris. Um, Caroline says to Jacqueline, enough.
1: Don't they both say enough though? Just like is no, but this a... is okay. this
0: is too early. That's this is too early. I'm sorry. Okay, I, okay, okay. Because um, Jacqueline says that even though that um Danielle is pretty strong, it was hard to watch. That now this is when Teresa is getting activated. Yeah. So we haven't even seen the real. That this is all that background stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Now Teresa's saying to Danielle, she's like, something's got to be true. And remember, she has her hand out. Did you see yeah. that she was? Teresa, and i i thought it was frozen actually i thought with maybe that my... like
1: fucking gorgeous like really heavy oh. solid gold link bracelet
0: i'm just gonna say the most beautiful bracelet ever probably a hundred thousand dollar bracelet. she
1: looked like so awesome too like her oh. jewelry that dress the color
0: was fantastic on can her. we have a can we have a moment for this this fucking <laughs> look and the fact that like she ruined it by acting like such a fool I thought she looked more beautiful than I'd ever seen her seriously she was like so gorgeous that night and I just because I think she's really wacky
1: looking I mean she looks better than than she she ever has but oh yeah just you know the 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 necklace she had on was like insane everything you know she got worked up I noted this somewhere she got worked up when she said to her when she said to Joan Italian look at the book like you know, yeah. when somebody says something in like another language, because my parents used to do this to me all the time, there'd be like yeah. another language coming out. And I'd be like, "That's about me. That's <laughs> that." Yeah, not you're good. like, "Oh fuck, I'm screwed. <laughs>
0: yeah. I am so screwed." <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I, I think you're right because I think that's when, because that's when Danielle says something to her and Teresa's like, "Listen, part of this has to be true. Don't nobody just writes a book." See, and she's, but she's
1: exactly what I'm trying to say is there's other, in, there's other things happening here. There's other, it's it's not all black and white it's it's there's other things about the book it talks about your fucking personality and the decisions you make but it's reading in between the lines this is what teresa's not saying there's things in between the lines here that are not being said
0: well she's not super articulate at this point and i think she's so worked up and also too i don't know how much she's been drinking if caroline is that lit and caroline does not really drink Mm
2: -hmm. teresa
0: likes to drink more than caroline she's probably had quite a few drinks yeah now she's she's
1: in slow now she's in like frozen frame with her with her hand out with that bracelet
0: right yeah and that's when because and that's when you know because she says something must be true and that's when danielle says two things were true and then she says my name and i was arrested and then she does the the fatal pay attention police. yeah and that's when Teresa. yeah honestly i would have taken that bracelet off and fucking and, and whipped her I don't know. I I don't know that I would have flipped the table. Uh, I might have thrown her out. Well, but see, it's all, it's, it's the thing is she's showing up for this enjoyed. really nice
1: dinner. Danielle I might have comes enjoyed throwing in. her
0: out. I might have enjoyed throwing her out. You
1: yeah. know, you, that would have been vastly more satisfying, I think, on like I would a have loved deeper that. intellectual mm.
0: level. Because I'm a psycho. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to win.
1: But um you know we're in jersey and table flips happen i guess i don't know but <laughs> this is what they all claim
0: it, lo- it looks very much like they happen all the time because as soon as as soon as she says that we get that extra bit from teresa where she says who was she god it was cracking me up yeah she, she to tell me to pay attention she got no uh-huh. i was like this is the funniest fucking thing and then all of a sudden it was like it was weird when we see the table flip and it happens Now, I thought it was so interesting. Now we actually do start to analyze it like it is fucking Sunday night football. Uh uh Because we start to look at that same scene. So the immediate flip and like maybe what, the 15 or 20 seconds afterwards from a bunch of different perspectives. The first thing I wanted to say to you is I thought last episode when it happened and the whole table got up and Albie and Danielle and Joe, everybody gets up and albie was holding danielle i thought that he was protecting her not holding her back but i realized now he was holding her back
1: and he and very smart very very calculated because he looks like a real gentleman yeah you know but he did but then there was a couple of other scenes that they showed right like with this that he looked he looked like he was sort of lording over her and waiting to make sure she wasn't going to move So a lot goes into the editing, but you, you know, I hadn't realized that either. I thought he was being like the nice protector,
0: the help, let me help you
1: pick up your napkin.
0: Isn't that funny? Like I did. Yeah. I thought like, Oh, he's being chivalrous so that she doesn't get hurt by whatever. Because Danielle was not being violent at all as much of an asshole as she is. I mean, I'll put it this way. She's not as much of an asshole as say like a candor Candace Dillard, you know, Bassett who is so vicious with her words and can really amp people up. I don't think someone telling you to pay attention, police, is so deep. But I think it triggers Teresa because she's probably been told she's an airhead her whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's when I think that we start hearing that table flips are a thing in New Jersey. Um, And now we see it from (laughs) another... We see it from another angle and Caroline is dying laughing. Did you see that one? I, uh, Maria, I'm the same. I was fucking shitting myself. I had no. I am the same way.
1: If I were her, I would have been right there next to her. Just fucking pissing my pants laughing. I do the same thing. I like and she was like oh my yeah, god her boobs sta- were shaking <laughs> she was laughing so hard her titties were shaking and she's beet red and it's all shaking and Dina's over there like rubbing her hands doesn't know to smile to stand up to sit
0: down to you know <laughs> Ashley says that was a Jersey moment and then we see the scene 10 more times uh-huh. and we get uh-huh. that unintelligible thing from Teresa the first thing she says after she flips the table is like you blah <laughs> yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's no and the reason why I know this is because of course I watched it 10,000 times and there is no uh closed captioning for it because they cannot figure out they can't
1: but we do get we do get something like you fucking whore you fucked a guy in my house oh yeah like as she's being pulled away
0: and I realize now she's screaming this and her kids are right there yeah the kids the kids are literally right there, yeah, they're right there. and then and-, and then we get another shot of the fucking scene from the beginning this is michelle this is the this episode is gold i actually thought this episode was gonna suck yeah i really did i was like this is gonna suck and then as soon as it started i was like this these extra scenes are just manna from heaven so wait so you're saying that originally when they ran this that they didn't show this no well no i didn't i didn't watch ever the lost episodes
1: okay because okay. i
0: thought oh god what is it going to be like you know one like scene that's different i had no idea because be i so never watched footage. the lost
1: episodes me either either. i don't and maybe i need to go back now and see them all of
0: all of them <laughs> like i feel all the, the same way Hills
1: ones i never bothered to watch them never
0: no no no, no. i always thought it was a f- forgive me goddess and and god of of bravo lisa vanderpump and andy cohen Mm -hmm. um because i literally never watched a lost footage episode if i could do a psa for everybody we should all go back and watch them if we if we thought they were throwaway episodes yeah there's especially in this one there's a lot of jewels um I, i it cracks me up because once we start to see that scene from like three or four different angles we start to see the participation of people that i didn't even know were involved did you know that chris manzo was on the scene at all no so there's a whole scene where chris says that she tossed him across the room we see it from like five yeah. angles i and i all i know that from the first from the first cut he just
1: kind of shows up and it looks like he's holding her and then they cut to like juicy joe like moving her back but then there's this whole she throws him like a rag doll she does she just fucking throws him across the room because he's boom he's at the kid's table at that mm-hmm. end behind his mother boom he runs in those boys are well trained i'm telling you this Listen, one goes to get this one i can't one, this imagine one goes to get why this. michelle is it it does it have to do with the attack dogs no
0: could it, could it be that i don't know <laughs> it, it was so fucked up because we see the footage like when he first says it i was like ha 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 i love chris man yeah. and then we fucking see the 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 bean footage yeah and awesome. we're like the beautiful bean footage is more than we ever expected yeah and then we get of course the heartbreaker we go every time we get to be brought back to you know to really to reality of a sad reality by talking to danielle's kids so that's when jillian is like you know what Teresa did is the opposite of what a lady should act like and then Mm -hmm. Teresa says that you know she thinks that you know the juicy joe was turned on by the flip because when he got home they really got it on
1: well she was pregnant for the reunion so do you think that was the night it
0: happened i actually thought that i was like is that could that be the night that that adriana was conceived um and then then there's a whole extra scene of Teresa at the dinner table explaining how the pay attention set her off. Mm-hmm. And she shouldn't have said that. And, you know, um, and then there's, you know, Danielle saying that her opinion of of Dina is that she could give a flying fuck about her. Um, so and well, that's he... when Chris loses his mind. And he yeah. says, I don't want to hear another word enough. Yeah, I got to ask you because as much as we love Chris, and I don't want to—well, this is Big I, Chris you're talking. Not yeah, Big Chris. Chris. Yeah, because okay. yeah, he's like, I don't want to hear another word. Enough, Michelle. At the, when we see Chris, and I don't know, I have some feelings about this, and I'm going to need you to talk me down off the ledge that I am certainly on right now. Which is, why is Jacqueline sitting on his lap? Was What's she happening? on his lap? Yes, ma'am. They're just very close. No, ma'am. She was sitting on his lap. I just
1: think that's like a drunk couple thing that happens. And then, like, the girl ends up on this, you know. But in the family dinner here? Well, it's the end of the whole thing. It's all a shit show now. So she's kind of, you know, she's just looking for some comfort. Other than that, she's just, like, they're all real drunk. So she's like, ah, I'm just going to sit next to you because it feels better. I'm going to sit on you.
0: I mean, I love him, but, like, I don't know. He diffuses it. I think I think because he's so quiet when he speaks in his family, people just go, oh.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I think. Jacqueline was getting nervous and and so she just was kind of edging closer to him and then it happens that she's just on his lap I didn't even notice
0: that I thought they were just super close yeah true yeah no she was sitting on his lap it made me nervous because I kept thinking I'm like the the way that like Jacqueline like almost infantilizes herself or no infantilizes herself like she's like I don't I just don't like that in relationships where she's like she's the baby and like mm-hmm. she's and he's the big it's just weird to me i don't know um it's just weird uh then it's a go strangely into this section where um christine says that she thinks her mom handled herself well um she's from brooklyn so she could go nuts she says
1: sorry we read her book was she from brooklyn Does she
0: live there for like a a minute she must she must have she must have
1: yeah um you know i i think Danielle's children should have stayed home um, with Steve babysitting them. That's that's what should have happened. Oh, hot, hot, but disgusting take by Michelle Bartczakowski.
0: A hot and revolting take. That is nasty. I am. That is really gross. I'm going to. They let that like him. They like him. He likes. I'm going to wash that down with a
1: sip of coke. That
0: was so gross. Do you with girl,
1: you go. Well, I will take, say, take two for me. Yeah.
0: Listen, I need to do some <laughs> shots for you. That was nasty. Um, you're dangerous. I will say what's interesting is that Danielle has a hot take too. Well, I have a hot take about Danielle is Danielle smarter than we think. Is she more perceptive than we think? Because Danielle in a confessional talks about the ladies and she talks about three of them. And I won't, I'm going to challenge you that I think everything that she says is true. Okay. First, she says about Carolyn, Caroline, excuse me. She says she's loyal, maybe, but she isn't going to do what is right at the expense of her family. And then Dina she showed her guilt by prancing around every time she got nervous. And then Jacqueline did what was right, even though it was tough.
1: Okay, so so Caroline, I because I, I was confused when she said this. She won't do what's right at the expense of her family. Yeah. But so the... she
0: won't do she won't admit to the fact that like Dina was involved.
1: But it's not the at the expense of her family. It's at the expense of Danielle.
0: Well, it's I mean, at the she's... expense also of Jacqueline and yeah. Chris. <clears throat>
1: But see, if Jacqueline could just shut the fuck up and just realize that this is how it's she all going to go, no, then ma'am. Chris would just talk to her in private and say, you do your thing. I'm sure what he says to her in private is you do your friendship with Danielle. Yeah. And and then just go along with it when we're, I mean, look, you're, you're with a big family. You got to put on like different hats, right? For different people. And yeah, sometimes I you think- got to eat a shit sandwich. <clears throat> oh, and Jack- totally. ja- Jacqueline, I don't think Jacqueline understands
0: how to play like that. Well, I think that's what it is. I think that Jacqueline is trying to be truthful and trying to do like the whole truth. And what she doesn't realize is that she doesn't have that color like you gave us before about how these two sisters are going, their stories are going to meld and the truth will become the truth, whether it was the truth or not. And whether Dina was involved or not, the truth is now that Dina was not involved and that Caroline, Caroline did it all. And, and so I think that that is, that's something that I think a lot of people don't have that experience or, or when, or they don't realize how important that experience is. And maybe it's that with Jacqueline, maybe she doesn't realize how, how, how far, I guess, uh, Caroline is willing to go to protect any, anybody in the family.
1: Yeah. And, but also it's not necessarily about protecting people. It's just about protecting the peace And, you know, my mother would have always said, Michelle, there's nothing wrong with a little white lie, little white lie. Uh Sometimes you got to do it, you know. And so I also think that is Jacqueline just naive or she's just too young, but she can't she can't understand that sometimes when you're around people, you got to act one way and go with the flow. And Correct. then she could she could still do what the fuck she wants with Danielle. And she could just say to Danielle, we're gonna hang out, Danielle, but fuck yourself if you're gonna make a problem. Okay, I'll be your friend, but you don't get to control my narrative with my family.
0: She never does that. No, you're so right. So spineless. She's spineless. What can I yeah. say? Well, and now she she it's like she's activated now when the stakes are the weirdest. And and because and that's what I think was great too about this episode is we got to see more of, of her and caroline arguing Mm -hmm. like as the party is starting to break up as people are starting to actually leave the dining area and that's when caroline says you know who you're hurting you're hurting my parents and i don't get that i don't understand i think it's what you're talking about with the family i think you know who you're hurting my parents are going to find out that like we're not getting along okay i think it's that i think it's that and then jacqueline does kind of let us know she says that the manzo's expect them all to stick together or expect her to stick together with them right or wrong and they expect that from her but Jacqueline says to Caroline family or not what's right is right what's true is true
1: yeah but you can also make your own truth and you know Jacqueline I think you were a single mom in Las Vegas and then you came into this family you married this guy who I don't know if Chris adopted Ashley I
2: don't think so her he name.
1: he certainly loves her and he's kind to her you know what i'm saying so i think sometimes you gotta sometimes you have to play a game to be thankful and and you could still do that and not get shit on because i also happen to think that she could at any time have a conversation with caroline because i think caroline is perfectly willing to say like she says like i know she's going to be friends with danielle i know she likes that i don't i don't like
0: it but i respect it so i don't get what jacqueline's not getting. Yeah. I mean, Caroline does actually sort of come out as like level-headed at the end here. Yeah. She says she's not mad at Jacqueline at all.
1: Yeah. She has a big heart and if this is her relationship and she likes it. She just wants she just wants Jacqueline to make some boundaries. And guess what? Danielle is the kind of person who, she's never going to make a boundary for you. She's going to leave it up to you. And she knows that Jacqueline doesn't know how to make I boundaries. I don't think
0: she has boundaries. And I think that's...
1: But if you put up boundaries, she would have to... She wouldn't go over them. I'm just saying that she knows. No, I think yeah.
0: you're right because I mean, even Caroline says to your point, she doesn't know what the fuck that Jacqueline sees no. in Danielle, but she respects the fact that she sees it. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden we see this shot, and it kind of broke my heart. The fucking mess Teresa made <laughs> on the floor. Oh my god, fucking what? They like two hundred dollars, right? <laughs> two hundred dollars worth of seafood just like on the floor. Yeah. I mean. And I hope production paid for this because that was a fucking mess. I mean, not cute. Juicy Joe says that he's wearing his drink. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm astounded by how calm he is. By the way, with her, because every guy in my family would have been yelling at Teresa. By the way,
1: no. And I think was it was it Chris who says uh, uh, Joe is just like yeah, my wife flipped the table. Hey, yeah. yeah. What
0: about it? Yeah, so what? It does. It's it says a lot. There's I'll put you this way with Italian American families. There's always a level of violence in my experience. Uh-huh. It's just it's just how violent do people get? Like uh-huh. is it like simmering under the surface where like so and so and so and so don't get along? But I feel like with these guys, it says a lot that no one seems shaken up by this, really, except Dina. Yeah. And the the only person who seems really like kind of like I mean even Danielle seems less shaken up by it mm-hmm. um, than Dina, and she's the one who all of the venom and the vitriol was was geared towards yeah um and then Teresa starts clucking like a chicken like full of excuses did you hear this bullshit she's yeah. like i'm italian I have yeah. a bad temper like yeah. and they all seem to just write it off as like
1: italians have bad tempers and you know yeah.
0: I, I don't think I, that's necessarily true
1: i don't think that's necessarily true i don't but but to just to go back to joe um the time that they were out to dinner and like those three little girls are just like fucking screaming and he's just sitting there smiling looking at them and then he just says to Teresa I love how you take care of my girls yeah he's he's down for it you know what I'm saying and the fact that they've got like a fourth fucking girl he's probably just thinking like it's it's awesome and I think they all still get along don't they I mean I think
0: he's they do it's you know I have to say I'm very nostalgic for like this part of their marriage because it's Uh very cute yeah like It's so sweet to see them all in love and super happy and him very into her yeah, and her very into him. But yeah, now that they're divorced there, jo- Juicy Joe got his teeth done. And so he's a little bit like Waskily wabbit.
1: And I um, think he did something to his hair. He seems to have more hair.
0: Yeah, there's something going on there. There's something going on there. I think he looks adorable. I think he's adorable. I really do. He was cute. He was cute back then. And he was even, he was so laid back. He even says to Danielle, I even pulled out your chair when you got here. Like he couldn't understand why she was mad. Yeah. (laughs) And so. That one is so funny. I was, I love that he said like apropos. He's like, I pulled out your chair. Yeah. And then Teresa says, after you accused my husband of making fun of gay people. Michelle accused? Did he not do that? He did, he did, and then she and then, but see,
1: then the way Danielle's like, But come on, my best friend is gay. Well, I'm not
0: gonna say something, yeah. Like, I almost felt for her there because she's like, Teresa, because Teresa does know her, they've hung out many times, yeah. So, Teresa, she's like, Teresa, I would be like, Michelle, my best friend is gay, I'm not gonna say something, yeah. Come on,
1: but I don't really think that they're at that friendship anymore. I think that's no, that's, le- that's no. left the table uh yeah. when it got flipped it fell off the table with it but um and then then she says <laughs> teresa says something about I had all these gay friends and they were rubbing him and he loved
0: it and he goes they were rubbing me and I didn't love it <laughs> yeah she does the equivalent of like I have a lot of black friends growing up like what like yeah. she like has to like qualify everything by saying Joe has been rubbed on by gay men which like the whole thing is really problematic yeah um but she tells this bullshit story and that's when they all start leaving to go to drink next door, which is
1: in the same bar. Just in a, yeah, in a we gotta go corner. to this
0: place. We gotta go to Lunella. Like, a, this place looks awesome because you could drink before,
1: after, after, during. I mean, there's like there's plenty of corners to like get. I love this
0: to fucking to get joint. fucked
1: up and fight, and then you as know. we would say in
0: Boston, it's dark. Nobody can see how old you are. It's dark. Yeah. Not and so to, just get up still before there. Last call. No one's gonna see how bad you look. Right. This is this is where things go left for me i did not realize that danielle was still there yeah <laughs> neither did I. I thought i was she like left. this bitch this bitch and the her kids are still there and then she's so, next to fucking joe at the bar so yeah she literally joe juicy joe asks her if she needs a refill to her drink yep. and so danielle says you still talking to me joe and so then chris manzo um jacqueline's husband comes over and hugs her mm-hmm. and then you see dina in the corner whining in this shocked voice in her towel. I'm shocked. This is everyday drama for someone like her. Dina says she's I'm mortified. If I had a dime for every time she says mortified, she said, I can't stop shaking. And I don't understand why she is so mad when really it is Teresa who lost her cool and kind of took it next level.
1: I I think it's the fact that they're all like trying to like diffuse the situation. They're all trying to normalize it by going and having a drink. Now, if that were me, I would have stormed out and been like, you're all a bunch of cunts and I'm leaving. Uh, but then you know some people would just be like okay let's just go have a drink and fucking
0: maybe let's go have a drink
1: like have a post-mortem and talk about it and do you know what i'm saying
0: we wouldn't have even talked about it my family would have just moved to the next room and it would have been like appetizers appetizers happened in the kitchen we go into the dining room and then like if my two uncles my two uncles used to like beat their shit out of each other like christmas eve like all the time uh-huh. because they were like adult dudes in their like 60s and 70s and they were still acting like they were little kids
2: uh-huh. and then they
0: would just go and sit in the next room i mean and they'd be simmering but like they just go and sit in the next room and eat. i just love when my boys do that to each other i mean yeah. i hope they have a lifetime of that
1: shit because they seem to have a good time i don't but they do
0: well you know it's it's <laughs> it's funny i think it's i think it's kind of a good trait too to be able to diffuse it recognizing that like you know it's family i'm surprised they're doing it with danielle because they can just cut her loose right um Juicy but danielle joe- likes to be in the middle of it see and then oh, she's yeah. sitting in between the guys oh, i mean she can't listen i'm just starting to feel bad for her again you know yeah. and that's when joe calls Teresa over and is like hey come get a drink we're hey hercules what are you doing he yeah. calls her over yeah. that's very like italian guy Teresa gets pissed that joe's talking and drinking with danielle and she says she's at the end of her rope and then Joe and Albie start joking about Albie defending Teresa for flipping the table.
1: Yeah.
0: Albie, Albie's going to law school.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's when <laughs> I was dying. I was like, please, you know, poor Albie, he's on, his, he's on the 10 year law school program. Um, <laughs> no, Joe, Joe, you know, Jacqueline is happy that she told the truth as she saw it. I think we're getting to your point here. She saw the truth as she saw it and hopes that her family respects that. And I really loved this scene where we get Caroline saying, did it affect my relationship with Jacqueline? Probably not. Did it affect her relationship with Dina? Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then Chris, you know, we have Caroline saying families fight, this too shall pass. And then we cut right to Danielle, who's like talking to everybody. And instead of, she says, this is what she says. I was getting gang banged. Did you hear I,
1: Why does she fucking say, I have a big note in here. Why does she say? I I did.
0: I wrote, our <laughs> I was so pissed. Because was,
1: really, it's it's. I understand that Game Boy did it. not have a sexual reference originally, yep. but it turned into that. And yep. if you've been to fucking jail, you probably know it. all
0: about it, honey. She knows exactly. I mean, in the 70s and 80s, I knew what it meant. So she knows. Yeah. And so then we get this scene, which I didn't know about either on the way out. Danielle says that Teresa threatened her. And mm-hmm. said, "You're lucky you're leaving here in one piece." Mm-hmm. And then from but there, that's just
1: like a throwaway comment. I mean, don't you yeah, say that to somebody every day when you get mad? I do. Probably, I'll probably say it in a couple minutes. What you but, say
0: is, "They need a plank to the face." <laughs> yeah, they need a, you know, <laughs> a two by four to the fucking face. But this, because Danielle <laughs> doesn't have another adult, like I can say that to you and you laugh and like it ends there because you're an adult. I think what happens is she kind of spins out of control for a few minutes with her daughters because oh
1: this was oh,
0: I they hated don't this. really know what to say and so she's saying like i'll kick her ass and they're like you could kick her ass and like all this stuff is happening and then
1: she like lights up her
0: fucking virginia slim and, yes you know. she takes out a ciggy which I, honestly do people still smoke i didn't know that i didn't know that either i was shocked and she just keeps going and going co- and going and going and it finally ends on this note which i didn't realize either which is jillian screaming mom stop yes oh
1: my god i couldn't believe that what I the fuck like, Stop! jesus yeah yeah like (gasps) shut
0: the fuck up you asshole but
1: oh and then danielle's phone got broken with the
0: table oh yeah apparently the in in the table flip i don't know how that happened but i don't know where her phone was that it was loose and it got broken must have been in the book but yeah it was so interesting i thought this was quite an episode yeah much more impactful than i would have thought um let's do let's do a a quick spin through the categories Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so How about fashion disaster for you, Michelle? By the way, looking great in the print today. Was the Chucky dress? Oh, me too. Dina's Dina's Chucky dress. Yeah, Dina's towel dress. I have that too. And I want to know: was her Chucky touching the
1: chair the whole time? Because it's so short.
0: where they're shooting from behind her when they were showing like the twelve angles of the thing, Uh where we see how wrinkled it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I was so bummed. (laughs) I was like, did nobody come with a steamer for this girl? Oh (laughs) shoot. you can tell there are no stylists on this show no how about cringe mountain what was the most cringy thing that happened daniel's cigarette at the end
1: Ooh, that's like, a good who, one who the fuck smokes in front of their kids that's a
0: really good says, one
1: says like you know the ex-smoker i mean you know we, you and i smoked through anything oh, yeah. really but i look oh, back yeah. and i think how could i have done any of that
0: oh yeah i smoked all the damn time
1: yeah, yeah. anywhere
0: any oh you God. told
1: me no i did it anyway
0: oh yes please mm-hmm. twice yeah yeah that is that was pretty gross I I really had the same reaction which is do people still smoke is that a thing then I had to remember it was a long time ago
1: did you have like cigarette ash burns like on your windowsills in your toilet seats
0: no, no. I know
1: we did in my house
0: because my parent my mother smoked too so no we had ashtrays in every room every room yeah multiple ashtrays yeah the big crystal um, ones yeah I was just gonna say and sometimes we had like an abalone shell you know yeah or like a big ceramic situation and something on a stand maybe yeah oh yeah we had one that was on a brass stand it was a good time love Love that that one yeah yeah Yeah. so it was funny i i i was grossed out by that too but not as grossed out as um anything that we see her kids do or say at dinner (gasps) yeah yeah that really i was grossed out by them yeah um who do you think won the episode oh juicy joe oh yeah juicy joe he loved it
1: he you know he pumped up his wife for the umpteenth time that night and uh he, he was really turned on by the whole thing he liked being in between like the lady who was the instigator and the lady who finished it
0: this is the must have been the best night of his life too yep. god bless him yeah it's yep. a nice I'm sure. he smiled the entire fucking episode i was gonna say he seems happy even even like two seconds after the table flip yeah he was like literally like Kissing her, cracking up. He was like, "Oh, come down, come down." I was and then, like, oh, you see, part. like
1: in the back, like they didn't show this in the in the original scene, but he's back there, and um, and he goes, "You can't act like that." And she goes, "Well, that's too fucking bad." Okay, thanks, I love you. And he gives a kiss. Yes.
0: It was so like schizoid. It was like. You could see her going through like every stage, like every emotion, like wiping across her face.
1: He's just like looking at her with that big
0: smile. I, you know, yeah, it's so cute. goofy, right? It's cute. It was so cute. No, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I, I voted for Teresa because, you know, I realized that when I looked at the seating arrangements, because I was writing that down so that we could, yeah, I could get an idea she's when we were talking about She's at the head of the it. table, right? Yeah. She's at the head of the table. And though. The whole show, none of it has been about her, really. Can I ask a quick question? She yeah. had her own, like, little table, though. So the two, they were tables that were put together. Okay. So these were smaller tables that were put together to make okay. one long table. I hadn't noticed that at all. Yeah, so where it was, so on one side of her, on her uh, left-hand side was Chris so, And then on her right-hand side is her husband. Mm-hmm. And then it went Albie, and mm-hmm. then there was an empty seat, and then another empty seat. On the other side was uh Chris Manzo, then uh Jacqueline. Yeah. And then um Caroline, excuse me, and then Dina. So that's why why when um Danielle came, albie moved down one and she was sad. Okay, gotcha. But I it made me realize that like the whole show was not really supposed to be about Teresa. It was supposed to be about the Manzo family. Yeah. But because of the table flip, because of this thing that happened at the end. I'm willing to bet that like they even featured her more. And that's why we have so many of those what feels like throwaway scenes, but of Teresa. Yeah. During the entire show. Yeah. Because this makes her entire career. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if really. she didn't go to jail, she would have been like a continuous housewife. Yeah. She's never been replaced. I mean, she is no. the OG.
1: The question is Even
0: Vicki is gone. Yeah.
1: She um she became a bodybuilder at some point. Was that before or yeah. after she came out of jail?
0: After after okay. after she came out yes yep. because yeah. joe went in first yeah and then she and then she went in but when she came out yeah that was actually a really cool season to watch her do that yeah teresa's you know I, she's been through a lot but i yeah i think that this season kind of cements her as a, a personality i can't wait for the reunion
1: yes yes uh, i did you know i did do like a sneak peek at the reunion and um i wasn't impressed with the set that's all i'm gonna say
0: yeah it's a yeah Spoiler i've seen better for next time guys uh yeah. it's not as bougie as we would expect from bravo yeah. but remember these are the early days yeah they're they're andy's still trying to figure it out <laughs> he is the budget the budget just wasn't there guys it just wasn't there um but yeah anything else you want to say uh, or share about the episode this is a good one
1: this was fantastic this was so fun and i um i, I again i wish that they would i don't know if they have the like the, all these camera people I don't know if you can hear this ambulance. It's and- so,
0: everything yeah. is so good. That is our award for best episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you very much, Summerbell. Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, so they, um, um, yeah, I, I don't know if they just don't have the camera crew or they choose not to do it, but there's been many fights that would have been awesome, you know, with these various camera angles and they've not broken them down. Or am I just missing the scenes because I'm not watching the the
0: leftovers? Yeah, I I think I think that's our takeaway from this episode is watch the lost footage. Yeah. Oh, thank. Well, thanks to everybody who joined us today. Thanks for watching and watching. Thanks for listening. Maybe someday we'll do video episodes, Michelle, but we'll have to make sure that I am uh, physically presentable with makeup on and the like. You always look great, but
1: I don't look great. I just um, don't. Sorry. (laughs) You guys are missing out. Michelle's got a great print on.
0: Um, But thank you guys all for listening. And honestly, we're so excited uh, that so many folks have been downloading. Please continue to share and review uh, the episode and the show. All that does is make it available so that more people can find us on iTunes and Spotify. So we really do appreciate it. Thanks, everybody.